Fancy lad. Fancy lad. Podcast fancy lad. Podcast gonna talk my friends. Gonna share a thought. Gonna have a laugh. That's what I thought. Fancy lad. Fancy podcast. Fancy lad. Fancy lad podcast. Yeah. And we are back. Oh, yes, we are back. And you know what? It's nice to be back here in the Fancy Lab Podcast studio on the Fancy Lab Podcast. Yeah. Back with uh, back with another one of those cock rocking beats. Mm-hmm. Wait, did he just say cock rocking beats? You know, I, that's the thing. When I hear a beat, the first thing I think is this. Is this rocking my cock? Yes, no, or maybe. Yes, no, or maybe. You know, and that's the other thing is I say, a, is this rocking my cock? And then I, I I make a multiple choice test, you know, hand out the scantrons uh-huh. to everyone in the room. Naturally. Is this a rock? Is this a cock rocking beat? Yeah. It's like uh, growing up when you used to play with those uh, cock em, sock em robots. God, I'd always. Yeah. You played with those, too. Yeah. I thought it was just me. No. It's weird. Every kid did. You'd think over years, you know, uncles would accumulate another game other by other than uh, cockum sockum uh, cockbots. Cockum sockum cockbots <laughs> is what we're talking on the podcast. Uh, for some reason, uncles love them. They love them, and they love giving them as gifts. You know, they love giving them as gifts. Oh God! So many birthdays, mm-hmm. I just kept getting that gift over and over by my uncles. You keep thinking, you're like, wait, am I actually a year older, or is this just the same birthday as last year? Yeah. How does time really work? Does time exist, or is it just a construct? These are all things we're going to find out on the next season of the Fancy Land podcast. Right. At some point. Mm-hmm. Is everything happening simultaneously in this moment? At the same time. So are you wondering if like everything is happening all at once, which is just being experienced in different ways? Is that what you're wondering? Right. As all as one consciousness. So mm-hmm. is one person pooping out there right now? I hope so. I hope more than one person is pooping right now because there are a lot of people in the world. Yeah. If only one person is pooping right now. That'd be weird. That would be very weird. We'd have a lot of constipated people on the planet. Yeah. And that's not something we need to add to the, current strain of the environmental crisis it's true and which you'll be happy to know our current administration has decided to do nothing about Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah we've they said you know what let it burn yeah we've started this podcast with a few things in mind you know hard-hitting skateboard journalism but also that's one trying to get down to the root of this constipation crisis that's Mm -hmm. been going on and it's just been plaguing us forever. Yeah. As a nation. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking out for my fellow man. Because, you know, when it gets down to it, I'm just like you. Oh, yeah. No, for I, sure. I put my shoes on mm-hmm. after my socks. Yep. My socks I put on one foot at a time. Right. So you're just like me. You put your shoes on. Mm-hmm. After your socks, right. you put your socks on yep. one foot at a time, at yep. a time mm-hmm. as you're sitting on the toilet, mm-hmm. 
letting out a huge steamy load. Yep. And also trying to turn a t-shirt inside out, but it's not even a t-shirt you're going to put on. It's okay. just another one just because you want to reorganize your dresser. But okay. at the same time, you get right. the coffee pot going. Yeah, keep going. So you're thinking about the coffee pot. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, man, but I got to turn this T-shirt inside out. Yeah, but I still don't really know why you're turning the T-shirt inside out, but keep going. Well, I mean, it's just the preemptive thing. So next time I need the T-shirt, it's right side in. Mm-hmm. And you only do that exclusively while you're taking a dump while putting on your socks before your shoes? I'm just saying in this particular scenario, mm-hmm. you know, on top of that, you get all these other things going through your head, like, where am I going to find my next pound of Santa Fe style turkey? Ah, Santa Fe. You need a slice deli style, obviously. Right. right. Half pound. Yep. You now, know. thick slices or thin slices? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking th- I, I like the thin slices. Yeah, preferably. Thin, I mean, slices the thinner perfect. the better. And then you just fucking you layer that shit. Mm-hmm. That's way better. You don't need those thick slices. And my point being is that I don't think you need to be eating Thanksgiving sandwiches only at Thanksgiving. I think that you can eat a sandwich with turkey and stuffing and cranberry sauce any day of the year. Any day. You know why that is? Why? Because I work hard for my money. Mm-hmm. He works hard for it. That's right. Honey. Mm-hmm. And if I work hard for my money, I can spend it any damn way I want. No one's going to tell him not to spend it the way that he wants to nor should they and i think that it's my god-given right as an american it absolutely is and we all have that right i know well and you know what even if you're not an american you have that right too yeah i'd like to believe that you know things get so crazy and crisscrossed in this Mm -hmm. capitalist society you know Mm -hmm. it's hard to tell which way is up Mm mm-hmm And, you know, I'd like to, you know, talk to somebody who maybe has a little bit of insight of what's really going on with this fucking system, you know? I think you're talking about maybe someone who's escaped the maze that was built around us and, like, has kind of sees, like, the the workings of it. Yeah, the rat race. Yeah, the rat race from a different perspective. Yeah, someone who's gotten out of the rat race. So a rat that has escaped. Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking the lead singer of System of a Down. That's actually, that's a very good idea. Yeah. That would be a very good guess. And anyone besides that, I'd be pretty disappointed. Yeah. And I'm going to be upfront honest honest with you right now. I don't know the lead singer's name. Mm -hmm. I don't know his number. Well, I mean, this is all stuff we would find out. Right. But it's stuff that we, we, well, we probably should have found out before we interviewed him. What's the fun of interviewing if people, if you fucking know stuff about him? Yeah, I guess you're right. So first off, I just want to know, who are you? Why are you here? Why did Engineer Victor book you? Mm-hmm. Well, nevertheless, we're going to have to have a quick meeting with Engineer Victor and see what mm-hmm. type of guest we can wrangle up that if it's not the lead singer of System of a Down... It's, you know, it's cultural significant other to him. Well, that sounds like a good plan. Yeah, why don't we go with that? So you want to go do that? And in the meantime, we can also grab some clown shoes brand beer? Yeah, I could really use a clown shoes brand beer right All right, now. All right perfect. Let's do that. Uh, yeah. 
Life as a southern sheriff can be pretty taxing. Taxing on the mind, taxing on the body, and taxing on the soul. That's why when I'm feeling my most decaffeinated and dehydrated, I reach for a mocha sombrero. Mocha sombrero. A Mexican-style chocolate stealth with additions of coffee Mocha and vanilla. Alright, now I'm trying to do the script Mocha here. Alright, you know, if you're just gonna keep doing that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sombrero. Well, it's got coffee. It's got coffee and it's got vanilla. I don't care if you're doing the back. It's got coffee and vanilla. And it's a stout recipe. And uh, the malt flavors. The the sweet vanilla. Uh, Jesus. Oh, my God. You know, this is very distracting. Very distracting. You know, if you want to know more about Mocha Sombrero from Clown Shoes Beer, why don't you go ahead and visit uh, clownshoesbeer.com. Go on now, get Uh, yeah. And we are back. Oh, we are back. And that, that was a good break. You know, don't get me started on that break mm-hmm. because honestly, we have to do the podcast. Right. And I don't want to get sidetracked because we're going to be talking about the break for hours. Right. We would talk about the break, say, oh, I've been dreaming about breaks. You're like, tell me about it. I tell you about it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It was a good break. We got Clown Trees brand beer. You want to crack into that one real laugh. quick? There we go. We got a crack. It Clown almost sounds like we're on a time crunch here, so we're cracking into the Clown Shoes brand beer. Hold on. Let me take a sip. Glug, 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 glug. Oh, my God. So good. I oh can't believe goodness. it. It is really good. Ask me what kind it is real quick. Uh, what kind is it? Yeah, it's a mango farm. Okay, cool. So, anyways, <laughs> we I think, did we find a guest? Ah, <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. After all that buildup, uh-huh. I'm happy to say that we did. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was almost, it was like podcast edging. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. We're like, wait, no, no, not yet. Oh, no, is, no, no, not yet. You know, and I got to say, it makes it feel that much better that we found a guest. It really does. Yeah. It really does. But anyways, why don't we go ahead? You know, without further ado, mm-hmm. let's introduce our very special guest, mm-hmm. Bill Conway, South Shore legend. Oh, yes. South Shore. Master of the backside 50-50 grind. Oh, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need to get some pointers. And CEO of the international famous Hard Times News. Am I right with saying that, Bill? That's. Uh, you know, we'll go with uh, editor in chief slash founder. We'll go with. But guys, thanks for uh, that lovely introduction. I have a question. If if finding the guest was podcast edging, am I the load now? Is that yeah? Situation. Cool. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Uh, good to be the load for once in my life mm, yeah so don't blow it you know you were to, to be fair you were a load at the like before your life began like right before it began oh yeah i've talked to my parents about that all the time you mm-hmm. know like like what do you think the load size was at that point like mm-hmm. you know I had my dad jerked off earlier that day like i've i've grilled them about that and they hate that line of question mm-hmm. yeah yeah was he saving it up so it was just like a power blast like a super soaker Right, like so bad that it like gave my mother like heartburn and indigestion. Like that's how much was inside there, you know. Just like completely fucked up her digestive system, even though they're not even connected. Right. Yeah. I see. I I was like, a, you know, in the morning sometimes you wake up and you're you're just a little drippy. I was just a morning drip situation. My oh. dad woke up. He was like, "Oh, bloody hell!" And he wandered <laughs> over, and then he was like leaning. You know, there's like a nice little uh, balcony with you know some banisters, and he's like stretching and his his willy poked through and a little 
doink fell through and my mom was down there doing morning yoga and i mean i don't have to explain it to you you know how babies i know how sex works right yeah exactly so i mean that was my situation Oh, that that that's romantic. I really mm-hmm. like a good love story like that, especially, mm-hmm. and it's great that it ended up with with what we have now. And yeah, I know, mean, yeah, that's how they met. So, oh, would, wow. yeah, and you know, I would get into me, but you know, my mom listens to this podcast. Oh yeah, but I will say that she always says about my middle brother Todd that it was a really he's a real he's the wild child because of how he was conceived, and I always want to be like, mom, what the fuck does that mean exactly <laughs> you don't want to ask her that you don't want to ask nancy that it's true she's a real sweetheart yell exit nancy yeah i've made you yell exit nancy <laughs> but anyway this isn't uh two cents this isn't nancy's, nancy's two, two cents, cents right now not now but this is the bill conway special edition podcast episode so let's just right. dive right into it mm-hmm. bill how did i know you were a master at backside 50 50s well, it's possible because it's the only trick I've ever put on film uh, at any point is mm-hmm. just repeated backside 50-50s. Um, so if anybody had ever been to the Hanson Skate Park since that opened over 20 years ago at that point, I probably backside 50-50'd everything there before anybody, anybody else had the chance to. Mm-hmm. So if you went to the Hanson Skate Park and somebody's like, oh yeah, Bill did a backside 50-50 on that. It's strictly because that was the only trick that I could do. Uh, so kind of a one trick pony situation. More or less. Sometimes I could kickflip into the backside 50-50s if you want to count that as two separate tricks. Oh, is the Hanson Skate Park, is that the Muff Park? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. I've never heard it referred to as that, but then again, people have a lot of names for a lot of things. Well, I'll tell you, it's because uh, South Shore legend Matt Tomasello informed me of your reputation. He said that you have a video part, but it's not online, and he wishes that he could show it to me because it's sick. Well, it might be a split, the ulterior motive, uh, the Tin Tran uh, early classic video. That's Um, what he said. It was the Tin Tran jam. Yeah, he said K-Man may or may not have a physical copy of it. I mean, I have my DVD somewhere. If you want me to hook it up, I can just point the uh, the laptop at the TV real quick. We can just watch uh, a part um, and, and see what's going down. But uh, but yeah, that uh, that 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 was a long time ago. But the glory days, real being in your physical prime, being able to skateboard without being hurt, like uh, uh, every other trick right now i'm recovering from what i think is a sprained tailbone i don't know if that's possible Interesting. Uh, but uh it hurts like a motherfucker when i i can walk fine but if i ollie or try to kickflip it feels like my ass is falling off and i don't know how to explain it what was the trick when you actually hurt your tailbone uh it was a completely botched pole jam where somehow i ended up back on the board falling backwards uh landed on my tailbone whiplashed and then smashed my head off the ground. Like worst case scenario uh, on a pole jam. I don't know how it happened, but it just rocked me and I'm still recovering like two weeks later. Because I recently hurt my tailbone 360 flipping. Not tray flip like the youngsters say. No, when I grew up, it was a 360 flip. 360 I, flipping. <laughs> preaching to the choir. A two stair. So I was hucking. Yeah, that's big. That's big. Uh, multiple camera angles on this. Oh, yeah. I called out a Tebow. I was like, we need a photo. <laughs> Tebs, get down here. He's up on the basketball hoop uh, with a long shot. Uh, so that's, you, you got to have that. So what happened? How did, how did it go down? A slip out? It was a slip out. And my board that I was riding was 
pretty old, and actually I had flattened it out. See, I'm a big guy. I don't know if you knew that. Nickname's mm-hmm. well, Big hence, hence the nickname. Right. right. Okay. So he caught on. Yeah, he did catch he's, on. He's, he's quick. He's, he's quick. Good. Are other people not able to figure that out? A lot of people don't get it, and they're like, what does it mean? Huh. Why does it mean now? <laughs> they, always, they always sound strange, too. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But I had completely flattened my entire board out, so it had no nose, no tail, no concave, because okay. of my weight pressing down on the board. And I went to tray flip it after, uh, I don't know why. Oh, it's because I took that board out because I was like, Matt, I'm going to break this board tray flipping this two-stair because I'm so big. And I was like, it's going to be a sick clip when I break my board right away like Chris Cole. And... Instead, I landed on the nose and completely slipped out because it didn't have any concave. Mm, mm. And yeah, the, so being a big guy, the slams, you t- so I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a petite gentleman, so my slams usually aren't that bad. Have you dealt with more injuries being a, being a taller guy, do you think? I will say, for some reason, I'm built like steel. But I will also say that the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, you see, I know you're judging by your hard times. Uh, we should probably explain what hard times is for the people listening. But, mm-hmm. you know, you're a fan of music. Yes. So it's kind of like the, uh, you know, it's kind of like a Jimmy Cliff situation. I think that's actually the harder they come. But anyway, hard times news is what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So you obvi- you, you started it just a, a it must have been just a, a this moment, this epiphany moment of hard times news when you saw now granted i'm assuming that you saw the onion first i've been an onion fan since i was uh, like 15 years old when they had hard copies before they were even on the internet mm-hmm. dude i heard about the onion back when it was actually a produce okay whoa yeah you're kidding me that's how fucking cool i am Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, back dude. back when they invented that up in in Madison, they finally pulled them out of the ground. Those root vegetables, those damned root vegetables. It's not just a dirt cluster. It Say stings. It. It's it stings. <laughs> yeah, cut into it. See what happens. Fuck yeah. around with an onion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you saw the onion, and mm-hmm. it obviously inspired you to make this sort of fake news meme page about alternative culture let's say yeah yeah that's a that's a good description what i like about it the most because it's it's a sort of theme that pops into my head you know often about skating which is why it's you know relatable and i get why you started the uh the other podcast that we'll talk about but it's um i like how there's always this sort of like in music this sort of uh I don't know if you want to call it sort of clout uh, degree of, you know, um, legitimacy of not being a poser. Right, right. Um, Which I just think is a great theme and also the theme of what is selling out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. uh, For me. Yes. Oh, no, you go. You go first. No, no. I think both of those things have a lot to do with like just legitimacy and how that translates into like everything uh, coming from the world of skateboarding and punk and stuff you you have this like tight circle and when it gets out of that tight circle like oh fuck this it's mainstream and it's bullshit but it's like 
what is that? Where did that attitude come from? Like, why? Why? You know, like, yeah, it's this weird thing. Like we, we're all, we live in this dumb capitalist society. What? What do you mean we shouldn't get money? Like, fuck, you know, we should all be getting paid for shit. You know, like somebody else is going to take that money if we don't. But yeah, the, the, the punk world of, Hey, that band made some money. Fuck those guys is always funny to me, especially as an adult now where I'm like, Oh yeah. But they've been working hard and somebody else would have that money. If they don't let them have their money. Yeah. Did you, I mean, have you, I just want to know what, how in depth in, you know, the punk, have you been in many punk bands? Is that where like the root of it is? I have no musical talent. Not that you need it for punk music. I was always the guy. uh, We have an article that was like, um, something like uh, band's number one supporter, only friend that can't play an instrument or something like that. And that's me. Like I was always the guy that was in the practice spaces when my friends were writing uh, hardcore music with breakdowns. I'm like, yep, I will mosh to that at the VFW hall in Kingston next Sunday night. Hell yeah. Uh, So that was kind of my thing. So I've always been in the scene coming up in the early 2000s, late nineties in the greater Boston area, which was a golden age of, of hardcore music, uh, for the hardcore nerds of the world. Yeah. The, um, the logo itself, you know, you got the boot mm-hmm. and then you printed the, uh, the sort of Fred Perry. Is that what it is? Parody with the, uh, the embroidered, uh, boot on it. Yes, that's correct. Um, you know, I didn't know if you were an oi spinhead. My other co-founder matt is much more in that world of uh oi and street punk and stuff like that so it was his dream to make a shirt like that and when we released that shirt was right around the same time that the proud boys became a thing so then people started to uh claim that we made a proud boys shirt when it was like if you know anything about punk and skinhead culture uh not not the bad skinheads, the good skinheads. Mm, uh, right, right. You know, not yeah, the... Yellow like Cam Lindsay. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, we, we're not talking boneheads here. Right. Um, the Fred Perry was a, a shirt that was always part of that style. And then it got co-opted by these proud boy, uh, you know, dweebs. And uh, yeah, so we when we post that online, like, hey, buy this shirt, people are like, oh, you're proud boys now? Like, you get out of here. You don't know shit. You don't get a loser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always a uh, confusing thing. Yeah, one hundred. That whole, that whole. Uh, I had to have uh, you know Cam explain it to me, but it's cool. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne originally was a uh, always spinhead. I I wasn't aware that Ozzy was uh, was part of that scene, but it makes sense. Working class, you know, uh, London or wherever he's from. It, it it's all tied together. Yeah, and Bill, I'll tell you, you're in luck because you're talking to two working class gents. Uh, oh right yeah. Here. Oh, all right. absolutely. We're part of the working class. I wear steel toe shoes to work. Mm-hmm. Are, are we operating a forklift at this job? Because it's required. I mean, uh, I operate a pallet jack. What do you, okay. you operate? I operate fucking belt loaders and mm-hmm. fucking uh, tugs and shit, dude. And I handle, I open doors to Hell airplanes. Yeah. Nice. I just close doors. Yeah. All right. Hey. Well, so, I mean, I don't know if you guys know this about me because, you know, I'm so successful in the world of online publishing. I've mm-hmm. made my tens of hundreds of dollars through this medium. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I had 18 years experience as a, as a warehouse professional, uh, starting, you know, in the South shore, Ralph pill electric supply in East Bridgewater. And then every city I've lived in since then I've worked in some warehouse, but we're talking forklifts. We're talking pallet jacks. I'm your guy, man. You know, I've, 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 I've made this guy gets it. Yeah. I could stack a pallet with the best Brother, of them. Dude. Wait, sounds like he's offering us jobs. You're forklift certified. I'm not certified. I just fucking get on the thing, you know? Dude, hell, yeah. hell yeah. This guy fucking gets it. He fucking yeah. gets it. I'm not going to wait for why, some oh you, want me just, oh, you want me to spend 45 minutes reading the training about the forklift, or you want me to just fucking do it because it'll take yeah. two minutes? Yeah. I, I think I can figure out how to work the little lever uh, and then yeah. press a gas pedal. Uh, yeah. Get, get out of here, clown. Uh, so, yeah. No. I've I spent some time on a forklift and loaded some trucks. Dude. Respect. Um. And yeah, I was just wondering because I wanted to ask you. Now that you live in L.A., mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, big time Hollywood I, baby. That's what I'm saying. I wanted. To, I was wondering if you ever worry about losing touch with the salt of the earth, common man that is your roots of the South Shore, Massachusetts uh, people, such as you know. We're not from the South Shore, but we are from Massachusetts. I'm from the North right. Shore. I'm sorry. Well, it makes me sick that you would even bring up the North Shore. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Uh, Hey, roast beef, baby. Good roast beef sandwiches. Yeah. True. You know, you know what's all right. So, I a real quick. Uh, I will get to that question about have I lost touch. I have. I don't. If somebody looks <laughs> me in the so. eye outside, and I'm like, get the don't fucking talk to me, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who I am? Uh, yeah. I I am the editor in chief of a marginally popular niche satire site. I can tell. Uh, yeah. So it, uh, there's a lot of people in my neighborhood that I've spit on, mm-hmm. uh, just for even being saying good morning to me, but. Um, all right, so I lived in Portland for six years. I met two great friends. They're, they're some of my dearest friends, the Flaherty's. Uh, they're from the North Shore as well. And it's so funny to me, in Massachusetts, there's a dumb rivalry of North Shore, South Shore, but outside of mm. Massachusetts, nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's 30 minutes apart if you yeah, really think about it. Yeah, I mean, I've never, I've never been one for rivalries because, you know, they're not, as you said, they're just not, it's, it's fucking stupid. You know, it's like growing up, my rival town was the town that had the skate shop that I went to. You know, I spent almost all my time in that town. It's like, fucking this town sucks, too. They all suck. What the fuck is the problem? (laughs) It's like it's just all the 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 jerks in this town are mad at the jerks in that town. Right. Got to be mad at something. I I went to uh, school at UMass Lowell for like a semester and a half. So I do have some North Shore roots. the the skate park up there that uh, Dave Baczynski, uh would skate that mini ramp at uh, the prefab one yep. yeah yeah uh, took a nasty fall at that one still had a gash on my leg trying to backside five zero the slanty ledge that they had at that somebody probably some rollerblader or something waxes the shit out of it I'm talking caked with yeah, wax yeah. I like no that's idea. what I like yeah. I, so I, I show up, you know, I'm just like in between classes, you know, I'm just big man on campus and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go skate. You know, any chicks want to show up, come watch me shred. I'll be at that prefab skate park. Maybe Dave Baczynski will be the skating the mini round. I go there. I try to hit that backside five Oh on the, the slanty ledge, slip out, kick the ledge on the way down, uh, realize something is definitely wrong because it's not bleeding the gash. I'm like, Oh shit. It's bad when it doesn't bleed. Right. Um, because you can see too deep into it. Go back to my dorm room, just kind of try to forget about it. Uh, put my foot on the ground after I'm playing around on AOL instant messenger, you know, uh, and, uh, puddle of blood there. Uh, probably needed stitches. Didn't get them. Uh, because you know, 
worked hospitals. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm not going em. to a hospital. Dude, I worked seriously. in a warehouse. Did you super glue it? Uh, no, I just let it. I fucking let it bleed, man. It just uh, you know, just let it all hang out. It turned black. My brother almost threw up when he saw it. Uh, it was it was cool. Rolling Stones let it bleed. Hell yeah. Yeah, this guy this guy knows his rock and roll. I can tell. Yeah. So wait. So we got North Shore. Where where are you from, Massachusetts? Technically, I think they call it the Metro West. Okay, so I, Worcester, I, Fra- no, Franklin County, Franklin County. Yeah, I grew up in Norfolk. It's uh, the town next to the Foxborough Stadium where the Patriots throw that little pigskin. Yeah. Okay. I I, I dated a girl from Menden, which I think is uh, roughly Menden. Roughly. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got your got what? You know, I think the the marathon starts around uh, there as well, but. Uh, yeah. You dated the yeah. girl. What happened? It didn't work out. You know, it just, it, it just, you know, when you're 18, mm-hmm. uh, it, it just wasn't true love, man. You know, uh, but every day I think about her, you know, yeah. I just, I, I get I, that. I, I'm married, but I still stalk her Instagram. Uh, you know, just, I can tell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just by looking at you. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Instagram creep and I'll, proud to it say must, it. it must be that, uh, that lighting coming from underneath you for some reason. I don't know. It's it's reflecting off of my desk, uh, and uh, so it's it's almost the golden hour here in Los Angeles, and uh, so I'm gonna look really good for the next 15 minutes, and then the sun's gonna get a little lower and blind me, and I'm gonna be really uncomfortable. But hey, this is uh, what happens. Yeah, that's See, show business, baby. Yeah, you know it. All of uh, the my friends who like actually like you know are like more successful in you know their artistic pursuit of their career moved to LA and, and New York and um I don't really like those places. Why did you move there and what what do you think is better about it for uh your actual networking? I just want to know for myself. Should I move there? Uh I guess it depends on what your goals are. Uh so I originally I moved to San Francisco when I was like 23. Uh, moved out of Boston, moved to San Francisco. Uh, it's a San Francisco is kind of like a skateboard town. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. It's got Thrasher a magazine. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Where, small. That's in San Francisco. Stereo skateboards. Yeah, San Francisco. Really? That started in San Francisco. And San Francisco's in California. No. Yeah. This is it, see. This is something for everyone to learn. You know. Yeah. It's it's a GX cool, one thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those guys too. Uh, you know, deluxe. Uh, it's uh, yeah. If, deluxe. If, if you aren't familiar with San Francisco, look it up. You might realize you notice you recognize some of the spots from skateboard mm. videos. Sight unseen, Henry Sanchez's part. Do you know yeah. their? Do you know uh, San Francisco's Instagram handle? Yes, it's at San Francisco. It's at oh. the real San Francisco. At the real San Francisco. Okay, let me just. I got say, it right here. Let me Blue just say check real quick. I know what you're talking about now. Yes, and yeah. I feel like an idiot. Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. People jump off of it all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time, they mm-hmm. love it. But yeah. let me just say real quick, Fort Miley. My favorite spot in San Francisco. Honestly, it's the only reason why I would go back. It is all right. Fort Miley, such a fun spot. So you've skated it. The fact that Dennis Buzinitz did the fifty fifty Ollie to fifty fifty on the bar at Fort Miley. I don't like him for that. You know, like mm. it doesn't he's like my favorite skateboarder ever, but I want to like like you're that's not fair man yeah. you know like that because that bank is so steep even getting to that rail is nearly impossible so the fact that anybody skates that is crazy but for him to do so um, was duffy the first one who actually ollied over the corner i don't know i 
I think Phil Shea was the first guy to hit the maybe top that, bar. Maybe that's who I'm thinking. No, 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 no. It wasn't just hitting the top bar. I know, yeah, Phil Shao and, uh, you know, RIP, yeah, like Phil Shao. And, uh, you know, Dan Hobel did. But I was wondering just the, the all, I, I feel like I, I remember seeing an old photo of just the ollie over that little corner pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it could be, I mean, what didn't Pat Duffy do in San Francisco, you know? Right. Uh, but uh, so I, I lived in San Francisco, met my wife there. Uh, we moved up to Portland, Oregon. Now, Portland's kind of a sleepier town. It's not as uh, big as uh, San Francisco. It's also got a skate park there called Burnside, which was in a Tony Hawk video game. Tony Hawk is a skateboarder you might oh, know. Popularized by Pigpen. Yeah, I remember the, the skate park. Yeah. Yeah. So moved to Portland. And then I've been doing stand-up comedy for about 10 years now. And my wife was always like... That's weird. I, Did you want to start making jokes on the podcast? Uh, I I have a five minute chunk that I want to work out towards the end. If you guys will just allow Your me type to do five. That. Yeah. We'll wait. Yeah. Um, it's, it's rough right now. I haven't been able to hit any open mics during the pandemic and yeah. it's very, very blue. Uh, yeah. so if your mother's listening to this, like maybe we'll have her shut that off before we get to that point because right. it's vile. I was going to say, uh, I'm kind of jealous of your five minute chunk. Cause I've just got this three and a half minute lump. Oh, Oh, you can mold that lump into like mm-hmm. two and a half minutes of uh, of pure gold. So just you just wait. You know, it's all about grinding, baby. Trust me, I try every night. Okay, good, good, good. As as long as you're trying. But uh, when I was living in Portland, my wife just woke up one day. She's like, "Do you want to move to L.A.?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do." And so we moved to L.A. That was it. And then uh, we've we've loved it here. I love Los Angeles. It is the best city. What do you love about it? What I love about Los Angeles. Is, Let's let's take the weather out of it. Weather yeah, take is that out off of it, the table. Yeah, exactly. I'm wait, sick of hearing about it. Wait, is it good? Yeah. The weather in Los Angeles is good. Uh, it, no, I thought we were going to take that off the table. Wait, but I just wasn't sure if yeah, it was good or not. I get it confused with the traffic. I can't remember which one's good, which one's bad. The traffic is bad. The weather uh, is good. That's okay, the Los Angeles you. thing. All right. Thank so you. now that it's off the table, what I like about Los Angeles is the fact that it is so big that you can find the part of Los Angeles that reminds you of what you like. You know, like there's not one thing in Los Angeles. It is a whole different ecosystem. Do you want the woods? Do you want to remember what it's like living on the North Shore in the woods? You mm-hmm. can find that. Just go out to Altadena, man, you know, and wow. it's it's not it's got that feel. But wow. now you're in L.A., uh, Hollywood, baby. You look up at that Hollywood sign. You're like, ooh, yeah, this is where the stars are. My point being is you like the glitz and the glamour. I am a sucker for it. All right. So, all right, guys, I'm not trying to like swing my dick around here. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm not swinging my dick around here. It looks like if you, you are. If from you here. do, would you lower the camera a bit so we can get a better view? I won't even need to lower it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> impressive. Uh, yeah. I'm just kidding. Good, I have to lower it. You're going to need a wide angle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you seen, you guys are a fan of television? Have you ever watched this? Tom is. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a fan of film. Okay. So I don't know why you're digging on L.A. if you're such a film head. Uh, so hey, you fucking film well, head. Well, that's. I think I'm envious because of it. Because I'm like, why the fuck does this one place in the world get to, you know, hold the keys to the kingdom? Yeah. You know? Also, Bill, Bill, you know what? This reminds me. I was talking about this the other day. Sorry, this just threw me off. But no, you're, from the, you're from the South Shore. Do you South remember Shore? when fucking, like, probably, probably fucking... 10, 15 years ago, they're like, Plymouth is going to be East Hollywood. Do you remember that? 
I was probably gone uh, by the time that they were trying to pump up Plymouth as uh, East Hollywood. Um, I, I might have already been in San Francisco, which is a city in California. Hmm. Uh, uh, but is that a state? California is a state on the West Coast. It's okay. pretty large. It's okay. one of the more populous uh, West Coast states. Mm-hmm. Um, you like- right. So have you seen this Facebook commercial for Deaf Hoops Facebook by any chance? No. No. Uh, all right. No. Well, Are you on next- Facebook? Is that... Still a thing? I, I I have to be on it for my job. I don't use it. I just post things on it. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like, hey, I have to post this. Uh, but they, they they filmed a commercial for this Deaf Hoops. Uh, was it filmed on my street? Uh, yeah, it was. Our dogs that I walk by every day featured in the commercial? Yeah, that's Hollywood, baby. I, I go yeah. by those dogs. They don't talk to me anymore because they're like, yeah, we're from the Deaf Hoops commercial. I'm like, fuck you. Like, you used to bark at me. Now I can't even get barked at. It's, yeah. it's fucked up. Well, I think what you're trying to say is that fa- famous people are better than everybody else, which I completely agree with 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you can argue with that. You know, like... They are, first off, you recognize them. Therefore, they're better than you. Mm-hmm. They have way more money than us. Obviously. Uh, so that makes them better. And they are accepted by the Hollywood power brokers who are the, ta- the, the tastemakers that I respect the most. Yeah. So that's, that's really what it all comes down to. But I, the, the other thing about LA, people talk, oh, everybody's fake in LA. What I like about LA is everybody's, trying to get things done i like that people are motivated here mm. uh when i lived that's, in portland that's a little different than here yeah when i lived in portland nobody was motivated everybody's like oh i'm retired you know that portlandia bullshit like oh i'm retired yeah. it's out here it's like oh well i'm i'm trying to do things and when you're in a creative pursuit it's good to have the entire energy be okay let's fucking get things done uh it it keeps you it keeps you going yeah i get that and I get the locality of the whole thing, like recognizing like things that have been filmed in the area because yeah. I like living in Boston because I recognize these spots from a little video called PJ Lads More for Horrible Life. I've heard of that video. I've I've I remember watching that video. I'm a huge Southie fan. The greatest uh, skate video of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow exit Southie. Yep. Are you a big Southie uh, fan? Or is it- no, is anybody a Southie fan? I'm sorry if Southie is uh, a, a friend of the, the podcast. He's uh, a friend of the podcast, the good homie. But- okay. Uh, so here's the thing. When I, I, as that video came out, and I'm completely detached from anything. Also, PJ Ladd actually skates the local, which is uh, right over by my house, the Frogtown Park. Just bumped into him the other day. Said, yo, PJ, what's up? South Shore, represent. He's like, yeah, dog. So um, Nice. Southie, to me, seemed like a bully in that video and i don't like bullies uh what, what gave you that impression the bullying oh uh, that makes uh, sense yeah That'll that do it. makes a lot of sense actually yeah yeah uh but whether so or not punk, a- so punk doesn't like bullies has a problem with authority now this is all news to me could I, i'm sorry to have to break this to you on the pod we should have had a pre-pod discussion <laughs> yeah self-proclaimed punk has a problem with authority. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's weird, you know? Yeah. Usually, um, you, I know you. most people are usually, they see a cop and they're like, thank you, officer. Have mm-hmm. a great day, officer. But no, punks are like, no, thank you. Yeah. Well, it's a tough thing, like, uh, you know, similar to building the skate brand because we started, like, I don't know if you're familiar with our earlier work, but we started with a big middle finger of, we don't give a fuck. We're just going to, 
put these videos out just to piss people off. Hell yeah. And then they slowly started getting better and better. And then did the finger turn down bit bit by bit? I was like, wait a minute. These are actually like starting to be like good videos. Like, (laughs) are we losing touch with what we started with? But I don't think so. I think that we just start perfecting what creatively started evolving, you know, and uh, getting, you know, just, yeah, just better at just rather than honing in on just, uh, you know, personality footage or this and that it just started the focus just kind of shift towards um nbds and creative skating and i still think that there is this underlining sort of uh punk mentality just because we still i mean it's still just me filming with my friends and just you know just going out and just fucking around it's like even just because they've gotten better it's kind of like I, it's something that I think about all the time with like, I don't know, there is legitimate, I mean, Nirvana's a punk band, but they're a huge mainstream band. Well, it's what drove Kirk Cobain to have Courtney Love kill him. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> am I right? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm agreeing with you 110%. Yeah, yeah no, that's, a, that's about the right percentage that you should agree with that statement. Yeah. So, I mean, is, I mean, did Nirvana lose any credibility because they were selling millions of records? I don't think so. No. I still consider them a punk band, even though they were the probably top selling album of, you know, 1990, whatever with nevermind. It's, it's, it's what the world needed at the time. It was a reaction. That's what punk is. It's a reaction. Yeah, this, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So, so you guys, you're looking at these, these clean skate videos of everything. Oh, it's prim and proper. And look at all this, 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 uh, this high, high-end footage of these top names uh, doing these big things. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. Flip it on its head, baby. We're reacting. It's, we're taking it back to the roots, the old-school yeah. skateboarding, when it was just – it was fun. You know, that's, that, that's what it's all about. Yeah, and this was back in, like, 2011, too. I feel like it doesn't have the same sort of credibility now because skateboarding's changed so much. It's like now it's like you see a bunch of that stuff on Instagram already. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the time, there was no Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think that, um, I, you know, I think, I, I'm gonna, I've said it before on the podcast. Matt yeah. Taylor said, I am punk. Uh-huh. And I'm saying it again. I'm a punker. Okay. Yeah. Right. Real Here punks call themselves punkers. So yeah. that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a good don't, way to go. Don't let the ICP shirt confuse you. I'm a punker. Not yeah, a I would never call you a juggalo, despite the fact you're wearing an ICP shirt. Thank you. Yeah. Does it pleasure. look like I have any face paint on? No, it doesn't. Kind of. Because, dude, you don't get it because you're not punk. But wearing an ICP shirt is one of the punkest things you can do. Right. You know, you say that I'm not punk, but what if I'm wearing ICP basketball shorts right now? Because maybe I am. Fuck. We know you're not wearing anything besides that T-shirt. Yeah, you're right. I'm Donald Ducking it over here yeah. on the pod. So, how, how many people are working for your operation over there? I'm just curious about how, like, hard times news. I'm assuming that's what you do as a full time job, essentially. I mean, I know you probably have some side gigs. So, for the hard times have been around since 2014. For 
the first five years, it was a side job. I would do it after the warehouse work. I'm forklifting all day. I'm, I'm stacking pallets, you know, yeah. and I'm uh, yeah. working the pallet jack. I'm uh, on, yeah, I don't know if you guys it. ever worked on a Raymond machine, but that's a fun little machine too, a Raymond. Uh, uh, Debra. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Raymond. Everybody loves it. Uh, Raymond. Yeah, you nailed uh, it. Uh, you ride you. Ray Romano around yeah. a warehouse and you pick things off of the taller shelves. It's not uh, Brad Garrett. Yeah, that's Brad Garrett. Uh, he's well, uh, he's better for the, the the things that are way high up. He's a tall, tall man. That's true. Yeah, he's he's perfect for that because he he keeps quiet too. He's kind of uh, uh, introverted. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, so the hard times for the longest time was. Uh, a side grind and we have a lot of freelance contributors that that help out and i've always just been the head of the editorial i write a lot i edit a lot uh and in 2019 about five or six months after i moved to la we were in a position where i could go full-time so we took the took the leap and was like all right i'm gonna go full-time on this stupid thing and see how it goes uh and i've been full-time ever since then so it is currently my full-time gig it still doesn't make sense to me and every day i feel like i will need to go reapply at a warehouse any second now that Mm. i'm gonna be like hey i have i might not be forklift certified but i can ride i can drive a forklift and uh but as far as employees of the hard times there's there's the 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 founder, Matt, me, the co-founder, and then our managing editor, Chrissy, we're the three full-time people. And then we have freelancers that, that also help out with uh, generating content. So how many is that? Can you count that on one hand? Three. Three, three. employees. Three employees. You didn't answer the question. Okay. Can you count that on one hand? No. Yes. Yes, okay, you can. Okay. And I'm just Thank curious. You. you know, You don't even have to get in depth with this, but I'm just curious for myself yes um with you know a meme page like that that's got like half a million followers that's a lot Mm -hmm. do you get any revenue outside of just uh streamlining uh shop sales or is there some other source that just comes just from making the content itself this, this is kind of like the, the greatest uh, tragedy of the hard times is if we started it in 2007 instead of 2014 with how the internet worked way back then, I'd be on a golden yacht right now because of all the advertising dollars that would have came into our direct traffic website. Like yeah. the, the Ray-Ban ads, the Vans ads, they would have been all over the fucking place okay. with the amount of traffic we have. Mm-hmm. But... Our good friends over at Google, Facebook, and Amazon have ruined advertising so much that we are just, uh, it, you're getting the crumbs while they're eating the cake. Yeah. Um, and so that was a big revenue generator for us was just the traffic and people being on the website, native ads and all this. But that is slowly being chipped away at by the big three. Uh, and so our main source of income is like, all right, we have an exclusive variant of the new At The Gates album. Let's sell this in our store. And people are going to buy 300 copies of this At The Gates album. So that's kind of our big money generating thing is using our platform to give people the content that they want, but also sell them things that they might actually want to hear on their record player. I was curious about that too. I mean, just real quick, just to, I mean, yeah, I, I just, I've always, you know, wondered if there was any sort of thing besides ad revenue, because 
that's the only thing that I can even fathom getting an income from for making videos, but no one makes money off skate videos anymore too. If, like I said, if I started the company 10 years earlier, it could have been a CKY2K scenario. Right, 100%. But you would have you would have been you would have been knee deep in DVD sales, you know, just just being like, "Oh, look at all these, look at all these bucks." Uh, knee deep like the CKY song. Exactly like the CKY song. It all goes back to CKY. That's what I'm trying to say. But I was wondering so yeah, you're the hard times prints reprints vinyl of just records that you hand cherry pick or so yeah we have uh the hard times actually we sold the company for the most part back in 2020 no during the pandemic whenever the pandemic was i don't know how time works um and so i am technically a full-time employee of a bigger company called project m they also own inked and revolver magazine uh and they have a guy named Tony and he basically makes deals with record companies. So he could go up to metal blade records and say, Hey, I see that you're re-releasing this thing. We want to sell 300 copies exclusively uh, here, uh, make them green and black and we're going to sell them. And they go, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Here's an exclusive thing. So he's work. he's these back channel wheel and dealing grease and palms, all this stuff, you know, he's a real slick guy. Yeah. And that's what, uh, that is how we really make the, the money uh, is, is through that. So it's not anything. Um, we do not have the, the print shop in Czechoslovakia uh, that is doing the vinyls, which is. But why don't. Sorry. Sorry. Czechoslovakia is where all the vinyl is made these days. Czech vinyl, baby. OK, that's what I wanted to know. And I'm yeah. so glad that you finished your thought. Yeah. And I'm glad I did. It would have been yeah. like uh, when you lose a sneeze or something like that, and just bothers you for the rest of the day. Yeah, but yeah, so why that, don't that's nasal edging? But why don't you have <laughs> to give any money to like the uh, you know the Sex Pistols or like the Beastie Boys? Um, so those records, those particular ones, might already be printed up, and we're just getting it from a distributor, and then just uh, you know, it's uh, same way Newberry Comics would sell it online. You know? Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to use a local. Uh, local record plates like Newberry Comics. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. None of this amoeba bullshit. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Everybody talks about how much they love amoeba. They have an amoeba in San Francisco. I used to live in San Francisco. All right. Uh-oh. It's a small town in. Oh my God! Say like it again. He used to live in San Francisco. God, uh, a lot to of hills. Brag about <laughs> L.A. cloud. Now it's the <laughs> S.F. cloud. So they had an amoeba there. I'd go there and make big whoop. And then I moved down to LA and they're like, there's an amoeba in LA. I'm like, big whoop. It's not Newberry Comics. Mm, that's what I'm trying to say. I want to go to Newberry Street. I want to go there at midnight on Tuesday on new release day. And I'm going to get them because they're open for an extra 15 minutes. That's how old I am. Yeah. I'm sorry to pull the veil out from, you know, you know, the mystery of it all, you know, for the few people listening to the podcast, Mm. you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm just so curious myself. I just had to ask. No, no, I, I, I am here to answer any and all questions uh, of, about uh, online revenue because it's a, it's a tough business these okay. days. Real quick, I need to pee. Do you want to take a break? Do you want to just talk? Yes, about take that? a break while you take a pee. Uh, yeah, and we are back. Oh, we are, and presumably that was a good pee. Oh, just one of those pees you dream about. I've been I don't dreaming know why about you pee. forced us to watch it, though. You brought the camera yeah. with yep. you. And... I brought the whole computer. Yeah. You know? Do you I do figured... that with every guest? You know, I just, um, 
I figure it's kind of like method acting. Right. You know, I just want you to stay in the moment. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. You should know that from going to all your auditions in L.A. I... Since you're secretly trying to seek out all these roles as a supporter actor to Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um, have you been talking you're... to my agent? Like, has he told you what I've been going out for? Because yeah, you're going up for a part about a guy who's watching another person pee. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. So uh... we we're trying to help you out there. He represents me as well. Mm-hmm. And oh, I've shit. been trying to undercut you by telling him, I'd be like, I'll do it for half the price. Wow. Whatever bills, whatever bills accepting, I'll take half. This is why I can't get any work in this goddamn town. You know, yeah. <laughs> my God. Yeah. That's why I've, I've said it from the beginning. I hate Los Angeles. Uh, you know, yep. fucking hate this town. Yeah. So too bad. You're not getting on the return of the return of Twin Peaks. Uh, I'll be playing uh, the role of Bobby. Fuck. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that watches people pee the most. Yeah, yeah. I know. He loves it. And and I'm playing the the twin number two. Mm-hmm. You're going to be on it too? Oh, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, I know. Weird, right? He's playing the peak is yeah. what he's saying. Yeah, peak number two of the, the, of the peak twins. But you're not even the tall one out of the duo here, right? Are you, or are you guys roughly the same? I can't tell because of the sitting. You well, know? listen, I don't know no, how long you've I'm been in now. L.A., but... You know, they can actually put cameras real low on the ground and point oh. it up. You've seen a Glenn Danzig video? Mm-hmm. They I've make that guy look huge. Or yeah. any, any Tom Cruise movie. Mm, this is true. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen the classic video clip of Glenn Danzig getting knocked out by the Northside Kings frontman backstage by any chance? No, I have not. Oh, that sounds so good. But right, that so sounds you... like something I would be interested in. So it's, when... it's very much so. When, when this is all said and done, you can go on YouTube and just type in Glenn Danzig, Northside Kings. And what I guess has happened is that it's some sort of festival or something, and Northside Kings didn't like, or Glenn Danzig didn't work like with, where he was billed on the show or something. He gets in an argument with the singer of the Northside Kings backstage, and Danzig pushes him, and he's like, Yo, what the fuck's up, motherfucker? Glenn Danzig, five foot five, or however tall he is, and this other dude just hits him with a haymaker, melts Danzig like a candle, and uh, yeah, and then just uh, walks off into the distance after just making sure Glenn had to eat out of uh, eat through a straw for the next six weeks because he lays him out. Damn. Out. Yeah. yeah. Also, Glenn Danzig's house is not too far from me. Oh, did, I knew do you it. go I over knew, there frequently knew, and try to punch him? I knew try to name drop Glenn Danzig. Yeah, I've been... I so he does he apparently doesn't live in this place anymore but I wa- I make sure I walk by at least 3 or 4 times a day just so I could try to sucker punch him if he's stopping by to like pick something up you know mm-hmm. so I'm going to knock out Glenn Danzig yeah or and you well, know what if anyone else within his height range that happens to be nearby they better watch the fuck out we're talking between <laughs> yeah. 5 2 and you know what actually let's extend it 5 foot to 6 5 let's give it a big wide <laughs> wide berth there you know yeah I mean, Any long-haired guy in that height range is getting hit. Oh, yeah. Punk claims he doesn't like bullies, yet only picks on people smaller than him. You do I, the you, math. You know, here's the thing. Glenn is is a wide guy, you know? <laughs> He's so, a chody fella. <laughs> density-wise, we probably even out. So I'm not going <laughs> to say uh, that I'm bullying Glenn Danzig. Uh, but I would shove him into a locker. I would give him a swirly if I could. And I'd also be mm. like, hey, I really like The Misfits. Like, Skulls is one of my all-time favorite songs. Hybrid Moments is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd tell him this while I was beating him up. Yeah. This kind of adds some passion to it. You're not more yeah. of a Sam Hain fella? 
Ah, you know, I'm not because I know that's not how you pronounce it, and I don't know how it's actually pronounced. Um, is it uh, Sam? It's well, that is the epitome of you know this hipster bullshit that I'm talking about. Not only do you call me out, hey, I'm, for mispronouncing I, it, but you do not know how to pronounce it yourself. I don't, it's I don't, and I apologize. Uh, yeah. I'll, all I know is yeah. I've been calling it Sam Hain for my entire uh, my entire life because um, uh, so let's see hold on how do you pronounce it it doesn't say on Wikipedia how you pronounce it so what's what's Sam Hain yeah just just edit this out guys I didn't say anything all right <laughs> edit it out no no we're keeping this in come on edit this out guys. no no you dug your own grave now you're gonna have to lie in it. Oh God man, wait, damn. wait until Big's mom hears this. You're gonna sound yeah, like an I'm idiot. Fucked, dude. What fucked. was what was the last uh, song you listened to on your Spotify? Uh, let's see. I can uh, I can tell you. Hold on. I oh, yeah. it's... or the last song that you liked on your liked play with playlist. If that's easier to look up. Uh, I can. My last song. So the last thing that I played, and then it went into uh, you know kind of random selections based on what it thinks I like. Was uh, the Drug Church EP Tawny was the last thing I listened to. Currently, the last thing that I heard was Gulch, uh, and it was Fucking Towards Salvation. If you guys aren't down with Gulch, that's some heavy-ass shit right Damn. there. Damn. Yeah, my, my, my South Shore homies at work put Gulch on all the time. Are they as heavy as, like, corn, or what are you talking about for heavy-wise? All right, nothing is as heavy as corn, so let's... Taking corn off Thank the you. table. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but I love corn. It's such a yeah, good side. It's great. It's up One there more with scoop. onions. One more scoop, please. Uh, you like corn off the cob? Mm, I'll think it, however, you know. Okay, yeah. You, you're it's not get, a, hey, it's getting off the cob no matter what. He's a cobman. You're not eating the cob with the corn, are you, Bill? It depends on how the cob is prepared. You okay. know, you know, you guys never ever dug into the actual uh, bony cob part. Oh, delicious. Oh, we eat the whole cob. You we don't me. just eat the corner off the cob. We eat the whole fucking cob. Good, good. Let's I'm drop glad it down I got the a gullet. couple of cob boys. Yeah, we're a bunch um, of cobmen over here. But, uh, yeah, so Gulch. Uh, the, the South Shore friends are playing you Gulch. They know what heavy is. That's all, it's, that's all that matters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it's – and I hate to bring up South Shore again, you know, yeah. but – you saw any? We're like, oh yeah, we're not, you know, Bill Conway. Anytime you mention that to someone from the South Shore, they go, "Fuck Bill Conway! Holy <laughs> shit, dude!" You know what? Ugh. So I've I've talked about this a little bit on uh, my other podcast, uh, mm-hmm. Vert Button. My reputation is so unearned uh, that it is hilarious to me because people would be like, "Wait, did you actually backside Smith grind the uh, the the rail at?" Um, bunker hill like no i've never actually been to that rail you know like the shit people have made up about me is mm. so much sicker than what i've actually done and it's so funny to me however I mean, rumors are always nice you know it's like well that's not true but go on because i want to hear what other people think because this yeah. is much more interesting than the reality right. but sometimes you know it's like in the movie little giants where you know rick moranis is talking about when he beat his brother one time Mm-hmm. And, you know, all it takes is one time to become a legend. And I hear your trick down the yellow curb at BU. Down the garage. Mm-hmm. The whole curb. Yep. Tell the people what it was. 
I mean, maybe it was the kick with 50-50 backside 180 out. Damn right that it was the was, kick with 50-50 backside 180 out. Okay. We, now, what were, you, what were you doing blue? with all that speed? What, bring it, paint us a picture of the day. Mm-hmm. All right. So, for those of you that have skated that, uh, mm-hmm. it is the, the paint on that is made out of rubber, so it slows you down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, so, that's really all that it came down to was uh, just lock, had a good lock in and could ride it out. Now, if anybody, I don't know if it's ever been done, but if anybody's ever manualed that thing, then that's a psychopath. All right. Mm-hmm. And, I don't want to meet that person um, because I don't know if that's even has anybody done it because I, I don't know. Brian Leary did that. No, is no, the, no. Is that he not just the one? He, no. I think he just he just wrote he just, it. He just skinny wrote it. Wrote it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He he even that's it. pretty psycho. Though. That is yeah. yeah, legs of Brian Leary. He's definitely listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but the like, manual, I don't know s- if that's MBD. I'm gonna have to look into it. Yeah, but just just for the listeners to give them some perspective as to what spot we're talking about, it is the one that Tony. Dark slid. Tony Dark slid in yeah. his ender in uh, what was that? From? FL4, FL4, I think. FL4, yeah. So that's just for some. That's a hell of a long dark slide right there. You know, yeah, yeah. He would, dude. He was fucking humming down it. He was. You pick up a lot of fucking speed, even when you're uh, grip taped down, going down that thing. Yeah, uh, yeah they rubberized it or something. That's why the kickflip uh, back fifty fifty one eighty is uh, crazy. So that must was... have been fucking whipping the. It, it, it probably was, it probably was kind of fast. I I, I don't remember, you know, yeah. like I feel like to get the 180 out, I probably would have had to had one of those backside 50 fifties where it slowed me down. Like my kingpin started to grind into it a little bit. And then I was like, all right, I'm at a reasonable speed where I can spin out of this. Uh, right. And it just happened to be in the Goldilocks area and I was able to get it done. But that, that little ledge well, that curb, it's more of a curb. Like, I used to live in Alston and that just going down, uh, was that Cambridge street? No, that's not, uh, is it? That's not Cambridge street Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would, that used to just be what I would do every night. I would go down to Commonwealth. I'd go to Copley and then I'd skate back in a giant circuitous route and just hit the same spots every night. And man, what a good time. With the 180 out, was it planned or is that just one of those spontaneous things where you're at the end of the 50 50 and you said, What the hell? A 180 out. It was a what the hell moment. Uh, just just throw it out there, see what happens. I love that. I love that. Um, now, yeah, speaking of the vert button podcast that you mentioned, um, you know, me and Tom have been talking about this, this similar idea that, you know, we, we, we will do eventually, but we haven't done it yet. Mm hmm. Just like all of our ideas. Exactly. Because we don't live in L.A. We don't have that go-getter attitude. But we do, we'll do it eventually. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. we have a, uh, a a streaming service where we watch skate videos and give live commentary over it. Yeah, you do that over Twitch or something like that. That's, that's Ex- where you got to do it. Exactly. But I don't think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think it's going to gain the same sort of following, like, you know, I it, with the commentary on the whole music scene and everything like that, music's so much more universal. Skateboarding, I feel like, doesn't have the same sort of mass appeal, you know? Not everyone loves skateboarding, but everyone loves music. Is, that's where is, I, I think you... you, you uh, you're dividing up the pie a lot when you dig into s- subcultures, you know, and then you just got to find out what, what takes and what doesn't, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, I mean that idea that you're, people have asked like, Hey, would you ever think about doing a live show where you did this? And the way we do vert button is we, we kind of watch the video like 
10 times and take notes and really want to talk about it. So to have things go by really fast, keeping like, all right, we need to pause it. And then we need to go back because we're going to watch this, uh, just how Andrew Reynolds does this kickflip real quick, because did you see how Andrew Reynolds did that kickflip? It's fucked up. Uh, So that's the only thing uh, that we have is like, we we really just want to slow it down. Just, yeah, we're talking. We, we do two hours on thirty-minute videos, you know. Uh, so, it's uh, that it's makes a sense. process. I mean, I think it's a great idea, and uh, I didn't know that you even skated. Well, no, I I'd seen ulterior motive, but I didn't put the pieces together. No one told me that you were actually the Bill Conway until I saw that you were doing the vert button and uh, mentioned it to uh, pro skater Matt Tomasello. Right, right, and because that's because Bill Conway is a pretty, pretty common, like you know, Boston area name. Right, know? yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's that was that... my little league coach's name. Honestly, great, not even great guy. Uh, you he know, was she... actually a really nice guy. Very great. His whole did he lead you to great things? Like, how did that team do? Uh, the team was shit. Fuck, uh, I mean, look at me now. I mean, I'm in this great studio. But besides that, everything. Yeah. Was fucking garbage but so bill wasn't able to pull through as a mentor like well you know that's not on bill though okay not on bill did you call him bill did you call him mr conway i called him mr bill conway hell yeah yeah. hell yeah that's very formal yeah it was (laughs) it was weird it was a real weird situation we had to salute him you know and then he made us do this dance this guy doesn't sound like a good guy yeah, it was weird. Then every time another guy would show up and be like, hey, get out of here. You're not the coach. You're not supposed to be here. Wait, so somebody would chase off this Bill Conway guy mm-hmm. every time? Yeah, and then he'd be like, all right, kids, I'm the real coach. And he'd be like, hey, mister, you're, you're, you, why'd you chase away our coach, Mr. Bill Conway? I mean, you're, you're clearly the imposter, so we're going home. And we'd this all happened on our bikes every and, time. Every single time. Oh, my God. How many yeah. games were in a season? Uh, I think there's like 500. Shit, that's weird that you guys weren't able to figure it out. But uh, well, you know, hey, they that's were what being a kid is like. They're, they're making us play so many games. We were so dehydrated. We just didn't know what yeah. was going on. You know? Yeah, that's like one point three games a day. Uh, so that's, that's like a lot that. of games. I was playing so much, I never got to finish uh, math school. So I don't know. Yeah, no. In math school in Massachusetts, it was particularly difficult. The fact mm-hmm. that they made you go to a, a completely different building to do math uh, all across Massachusetts—that was a common thing. And rather than just giving you the address like a normal fucking person, they would give you some complex equation and be like, <laughs> "Figure it, it out." Yeah. Like, God damn it! You know I'm bad at this. <laughs> Pythagorean theorem again, just yeah. to figure this out. Why do you keep moving the building? And they called it PEMDAS. <laughs> <laughs> You know, what yes. I was going to say about the vert button podcast is that I appreciate it because it actually is giving credit to skate videos as a legitimate art form and actually mm-hmm. kind of putting this emphasis on them where, you know, it's kind of giving, I mean, I've been obsessed with skate videos my entire life, but no one gives a shit about them at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I appreciate it is what I'm trying to say for the niche sort of thing that it is. I mean, it, when you grow up around skateboarding, the, the influence that skate video for skateboarders of a certain age, you know, the influence of skateboard videos is you're not able to actually quantify that, you know, like 
because you hear a song when you're walking around Target and you're just thinking like, oh man, you know who skated to this? Like as you're talking to your girlfriend or your wife and you're like, I don't know, you know, like, oh, well, get out of here. What do you mean? You don't, you don't know who skated to this. Uh, but it, it's just, it's just ingrained in you. And then you, you go around, you, we're talking PJ lad. It's wonderful, wonderful, horrible life. When you're just going around Boston and you're just like looking at like when he kickflips that, that rail outside of the church, uh, down by, uh, the fucking, uh, the commons, you know, there's no runway to that, but how does, how does he do it? How does he do it? And you just think about these things for the rest of your life. Uh, I don't know. Skateboard videos, man. I love them. I love them. Yeah. And uh, I do like that you specifically just do it for the golden age of skateboard videos. Mm-hmm. What do you qualify as the, the golden age? Like, you got, what are your starting, ages? I will tell you exactly what I quantify as the golden age. Starting from Welcome to Hell. Okay. I'm on board. To Minefield. Okay. All right. That's fair. Um, and that is that are the bookends of the golden age. So let's. And I'm see. 34 years old. Okay, I'm 37. Uh, so, minefield, according to uh, the the internet, uh, minefield came out in what 2000 and oh come on, this is this is stupid. I went to like I think my computer just got a virus from whatever I just fucking uh, clicked on there. Was it because the 2009 uh, minefield? Lime no, I'm at some weird porno site right now. Um, okay, now this this seems you can uh, it, if you want to see if there's a screen share option, you're welcome to turn that on. Well, it's a video that says I won't be able to last more than five minutes when I play this game, and it's just mm-hmm. like I'm pretty sure I could last more than five minutes. There's no way they're gonna kill me well, that fast. I'm pretty well, good about, at video how, games. How yeah. about how about this? Why don't you screen share that? Throw it on real quick. We'll take a break and see if we can okay. last five minutes, and we'll come back and tell the viewers how it went. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this, this, this sounds perfect. Okay, cool. We're going to take that break then. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, we're back. Uh, I was not able to last five minutes. Uh, that was embarrassing. Uh, not even close. Hey, you know what? I'm not ashamed. It was, it was fun either way. It's true. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Minefield seems to be 2009. I would say the golden age. Now, this is, this is just me um, yep. being a 37-year-old. A yep. um, couple years older than you. Uh, I'm going to say, to me, yep. 2006. 10-year thing. Well, right what is the final video then that came out in 2006? I need For to me, know. Yeah. It's Bag of Suck. Okay. That is, that is a good. That ender. is that is a good. Honestly, ender. the second to last on my list of f- top five. So that makes sense. Um, and yeah, so I started skating in '96, uh, and then I don't know. I guess as a, I, I was 22 in 2006. So that's right around when your life starts to go to shit, you know. So. That's it. My my glory days uh, coincide with skateboard and skating age, uh, and and that's that's just me. Um, but there, there's obviously some great videos after Bag of Suck, but Golden Age, you know, uh, is, I think is that decade. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like 2006, 2007 is probably when I started paying like way less attention to what was currently going on in skating. You know, 
or like watching like videos like it was just like not as exciting and that i mean that probably had to do with leaving you know home and going to college and not being at the skate shop every fucking day and mm-hmm. you know surrounded by skaters and just like having no one around that really gave a shit you know yep but still skate but it's just like you don't pay attention to that all all the everything else you know and then all of a sudden it's just like i don't know i don't know what's going on with this you know it's like i remember this but like kind of don't give a shit about that yeah i i feel like that that transition of when you stop hanging out a skate shop stop hanging out at the skate shop really affects how you consume videos because maybe you're living with a couple of people that don't skate anymore and they're like you have one tv in the living room and they're like what are you doing like we wanted right. to watch the office and you're like yeah. but uh, i was just gonna i was just gonna throw on sight on scene real quick and you're like right. what um what the hell are you talking about yeah. or you or you get a few people that are like oh no yeah i skate and then you watch something with them and then it's like as you're watching it you're like this fucking dude doesn't skate well it's no. an exclusive yeah. group <laughs> It's like I used when I went to college and my roommate used to put on who's going there for drums used to put uh, on drum sorry. videos. Can can you hear my wife uh, greeting my dog? Uh can you can you hear that? Or... What kind of dog you got? Uh, uh sorry. I don't know if that picked up on the mic but oh, she no, was very fine. excited to see my dog. It's fine. Um, it doesn't it's, matter. He's a beautiful uh German shepherd golden retriever mix of a oh, lot of my. things. Beautiful oh, boy. Yes. Oh, but um so I love sorry, him already. I, Back to skate videos because fuck dogs, you know, right? Skate videos. That's what's important. Well, my first dog was a golden retriever, and uh, oh, that's so cute. Their name was Garbo. Oh, Garbo. Yeah, like Garbo. That's so sweet. named after Greta Garbo. I'm jealous. An that actress you had a dog. from Hollywood. Yeah, my my hometown, Hollywood, California. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, back to skate videos. I'm sure you have a million questions for us, Bill. Yeah. Uh, first question would be. It's just, sorry, I just uh, punched my microphone. What the fuck? Was just that? like, it cancels the connection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my sorry. first question, end meeting. Yeah, the, the sun is starting to set and it's getting into that uh, that part where I was going to say it was right in my eyes and we're, we're almost at that moment. <laughs> so with, with, with Fancy Lad, mm-hmm. how do you, my question is, what makes you say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start making boards because that to me has always been the fucking way beyond my comprehension of how do you get a skateboard printed who you talk to who distributes anything it does not make sense to me what made you say i'm gonna start doing this Uh, it's crazy to me it wasn't actually my idea it was uh artie vagianos owner of coliseum yeah exit artie okay i showed him the first fans of that video which you know i think wasn't really that great at the time, but you know, it was breaking a lot of rules. Like mm-hmm. I said, punk. And Artie's all about breaking the rules, always has been. It's true. You he's know? he's no, a bit he, of a. Uh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Boston Massacre, the fucking genius of a video. I stand by that. I think it's fantastic. I think the major fail was the DVD formatting of it. Yeah. Uh, but, or just but like he, the way they did the buttons. But I feel anyway. like Artie was like a huge troll for skateboarding before that was even a thing. Mm-hmm. He, he's no, he is the ultimate troll, but in like the best way. Exactly. Yeah. And he's all for the underdog, which is why he was the best troll. Like, that's like his whole thing. And I showed him the video, and Fisk had a part, even though he was skating for heroin. And, you know, 
I don't think looking back the video was, you know, I do think it was groundbreaking, but it wasn't actually that good. Uh, you know, judging it just by the skating itself. But Artie was saying, if you have this video, why don't you just print some boards and put a name to it? And then you have a company. And right. I was like, all right, I'll do that. And I printed one graphic and it was the VHS graphic and it was our best selling graphic. And we still print it off and on to this day uh, with the classic VHSs of skate videos. And then had the one fan side video in the middle with just with white out fan side written on it. So uh, now that that answers the question of the the spark. But as far as getting the wood itself, the the actual who do you talk to about uh, like who's screen printing these things? Is it somebody in the Czech Republic like uh, making up vinyls? No, it's Chapman Skateboards. Okay, uh, you know from New York. And originally, I was trying to reach out to uh, Bearback and Chapman and uh generator and chapman were the only ones who were actually like down to print the boards and they're from new york you know they print zoo york and you know it was uh jeremy rogers first sponsor back when he skated uh eight balls eight ball skate park where he first started rollerblading there uh, I so I mean eight ball was mending adjacent so when I would was dating that girl sometimes I'd stop over at eight ball you know no big deal yeah oh hell yeah yeah, Bellingham, uh, Massachusetts, represent. Yeah, they love me some some eight ball. Uh, I went uh, for my, maybe my thirteenth birthday. Spent at eight ball. Dude, Big deal. Big deal. Classic. <laughs> I gotta tell you, my best birthday parties were at eight ball. Hell yeah! I mean, could I actually do anything other than ride down the bank, kind of into the main part of the skate park, and then go back to the top of the bank? Absolutely not. No. Uh, is my cat currently dragging her ass across the ground and breaking off a piece of shit on the floor? Yes, she is. Is mm-hmm. this room going to smell really bad soon? You better believe it. Damn so right. uh, is she currently eating her the shit out of her ass right now? Yes. That's how yes, they clean is. themselves. That's Tr- called taking a bath. Trust I don't know if you've ever taken a bath, yeah. but you clean <laughs> the shit out of your ass with your tongue. Fair enough. Fair enough. I have not, I have not bathed recently then, uh, so I got to get on that. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that, Cat. I'm so appreciative that in this sealed off room, you decided to take that shit and uh, spread it all over the floor. Definitely well, appreciate it. Well, B- Bill, I know you're a busy guy, so we'll wrap this up soon. But uh, I got to tell you, um, just for your own record, that mm-hmm. when I knew you were going to be on the podcast, I was listening to the song Hard Times by Baby Huey. Okay. okay. Just to mentally prepare. You, you got to get in that headspace. Are you familiar with the song? I'm not. Uh, I'm familiar with the song Hard Times by the Cro-Mags, but not by Baby Huey. Okay, well, it was the song that Chet Childress skated to in God Save the Label. Oh, okay, okay. All right, now now we're talking. If you're, we're, we're talking Chet, uh, but I don't recall, the, uh, don't recall that song, to be okay, honest with you. You know, this is a huge missed opportunity for you because yeah. this could really be like a soundbite for your whole little, you know, website you got going there where it's like myspace and people click on your website and uh it starts playing the song because it's really good actually Uh, you know yeah if you'd gotten that chet childress like reference this could have launched your whole career this could have been good for you i could have been one of your top five top five friends on myspace but you blew it Uh, i could have been one of the top eight i thought you know when you asked me to do this podcast uh and i was 
happy to do it. And we, we made it this far in and I was feeling good about everything. And then this happened and I'm so embarrassed that I just, I'm asking you not to put this out for my own, like for my, it will hurt my brand if this yeah. is released at this point. Like my brand is going to be in ruins. People are going to call yeah. you a poser. Yeah. Quite yeah. frankly. And I wish we could help you out, Bill. But as we said at the beginning of this, we are all about hard hitting journalism. Yeah, journalism. We would be in a we'd be doing a massive disservice to our our uh, huge fan base. Massive. uh, I don't even know how to describe how large the fan base is, but it's big. It's big. You think half a million's a lot? Mm -hmm. Okay. We're talking. Try try having that one million times. We're talking. Shit. I'm we ruined. got close to a thousand followers. I'm I'm fucking ruined right now, guys. Yeah. Like yeah. this. So. Huh. Well, right, you well. know, it's time to start fucking thinking about that forklift certification. Yeah. I mean, uh, and there's nothing wrong with you know good honest work. I want you to know that. I I would three years ago I would have agreed with you, but for the <laughs> last couple of years when I've been living high on the hog in L.A. Mm-hmm. Yep. I completely disagree and I'm not going back. You know, like a guy, mm-hmm. like a like a hardened criminal, I'm not going back to that prison. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the prison that is the 9 to 5 uh slave wages that me and Tom work. Yeah, <laughs> nine I get to it. 9 to 5. 9 to 5 I was lucky if I got 6 to 5, you know? Uh, it was usually 5:30 to 7. Okay? Oh boy. Rough warehouse hours. Okay, so you're working 80 hours a week? Yeah, um that was on like uh half days uh you know so it was oh. yeah oh, wow wow so Holy shit you should have called uh, like child services or something oh but i was an adult at the time they would have not listened god yeah it sucks what if you tried your baby voice <laughs> i did i would be like hi it's me it's bill uh and uh they're working me really hard <laughs> and, uh, yeah they did not do anything for me sucked well that's fucking bullshit (laughs) that seems unfair i'm I'm 20 years old and i'm a big baby and i'm like what Uh, what? i'm sorry what was that you're like oh no i'm going poo poo again (laughs) yeah they they were saying that i was harassing them and that it was (laughs) an abuse of the service and i was like but i am a big baby yeah well bill I just got to say, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. And, you know, I would love to sit here all day and just name drop different bands that I like to try to prove that I'm cool. But okay. quite frankly, we don't have the time. But I mean, yeah. we could go through a few real quick. The yeah. Beatles, Led Zeppelin, Kiss, mm-hmm. Prance, uh, all, all Prance? Taylor bands. Swift. Prance? Yeah. Pr- Prance? Prince. Prance, Prince, 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 yeah. Prance, Prince, Prance. Yeah, North um, Dakota's finest right there, Prance. Oh you know, I will say, actually, before we go, even though I, I, maybe you could... No, you probably don't even have a favorite meme or something. But I was going to say, one that actually did hit me hard was... Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you had anything to do with it whatsoever. Oh, but, so I can stop you right here. Anytime anybody has ever said this to me, it's never one of mine. So I'm used to this. Uh, okay, so. good. Um, But it was... Yeah, it probably it's probably not. Uh, but it was a uh, guy in Faith No More shirt. Can't stop talking about Faith No More. And yeah. that reminded me of a younger version of myself in high school. 
I, I did edit that one. So if you read the article to that, I, uh, I that, did read the article okay. Then I probably threw in a couple jokes in there. Um, but yeah, that was, I believe Michael Sivens, one of our contributors did that, who is a big faith, no more fan himself. So he just wrote it about himself more or yep, less. Exactly. Fucking genius. <laughs> yeah. I gotta uh, say. Yeah, no, it's, it's good stuff. Uh, time you can, you can hit a faith, no more fan right where it hurts. Uh, you know, take down Mike Patton a bit. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> But a fucking uh, huge fucking high horse, dude. I'm so sick of it. So, guys, after this, I, I I know we're wrapping it up. I just have one request: is that any t- so if I'm for some reason brought up as South Shore legend, please make up a trick about me that you had heard that I have done. Like the more ridiculous, the better, and just be like, oh yeah, he did that in nine. Um, you know, whatever whatever it might be. Okay, I'm uh, thinking that, the Prudential. We can workshop it right now. I'm thinking the yeah. Prudential 17. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, when I, when I did the, the Nolly hard flip over that. Yeah. That was, uh, that was I'm thinking sick. Nolly hard flip revert, the original ghetto bird that Kareem did on a bank in a four and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, no, I was, I was thinking something more realistic, you know, something that people might actually believe not to say that you couldn't do that. No, it, not it, to say that you couldn't do that. If you said that maybe I kick flipped it, somebody might believe that. Right. Um, so I was thinking a little bit more realistic. So hear me out. Yeah. All right. You Here start off top of John Hancock. Yeah. All right. You fucking wait. We're talking where WZLX is broadcasting from. Oh, absolutely. WZLX from on top of the big fat cock in the center of Boston. <laughs> we play the hardest, fattest, girthiest rock in town. <laughs> there you go. See, do you think you do you think I have a future in uh, hard rock uh, broadcasting? If you say girthy mm-hmm. like ten times more than yep. you already do, then you are gonna replace what's his name? That's over there, Steve something. Um, uh, uh, yeah, yes, yeah. Let's move aside, Steve and uh, whatever your name is. What, yeah, whatever your name is. Washed Tyler. up comedian from the eighties. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to the girthiest radio station playing the girthiest girth rock to. Girth rocker, girth, yeah, girth rocker. See, that's that was a real uh, missed opportunity on Bam. I uh, could have called it girth rocker, you know. Mm, should have, should have. All right. So, what was the trick you were going to have me do down? Uh, like, drop in on the Hancock? What are we doing? Uh, I was thinking just maybe like nine hundred and then landing like you know, fucking salad grind on a telephone oh, line. Sick. Do that for four blocks. Hell yeah. Well, what if what if it was like a 900 and I landed on one of those ledges that are out in front of that building now, uh, you know, and just like land in a grind or something? Yeah, that works, too. Yeah. I mean, if I you don't want if you don't feel like you can grind a telephone line, then that's fine. That sounds like straight out of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Thug. Oh, Tony Hawk Underground, actually. Sorry. Mm, this yeah. game I never played. It's just well, yeah, whatever it is, we're going to make it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've, I, yeah, I don't think I ever made it all the way through Thug played it a few times that was the last good one okay um, it doesn't matter i'll digress it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but anyways we're gonna make up some tricks yeah we're gonna tell people you did them yeah i appreciate that it's gonna become true It, it has to uh the like i said the amount of tricks that i am credited with that i have never done is staggering the only things i've ever done are on shitty hansen skate park low rails and that's it yeah, you know, so uh, it, this was back before people could like do uh, at, like like Matt Tomasello is so much better at skateboarding than I will in my prime. Like 
he is 10 times better than I ever was in my prime. And yet I will get some credit uh, from him as being, it, it, him saying that I'm a South Shore legend is unfair to him. Uh, that's, that's all I, I'm not, saying. Not to mention Seabotch. Chris Botch is my favorite skateboarder in the world. Um, there's yeah. no skateboarder I like more than him. Uh, Dude, that, me and Tom are literally right in the room right now. That's true. Wait, what? Oh, but uh, but we're but we're not from the South Shore. Oh, that's yeah. true. Oh no, no, he, he said in the world. He uh, didn't say from the South Shore. But yeah. I only consider the South Shore the world. Uh, you know, like that's my okay. world uh, okay. where I come from. But but Chris, that fucking board slide to wall ride thing he did the other day, posted on the Instagram the other day. What the fuck was that? You know, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And his front blunt kick flips out. They've been getting fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. He's now, very it, good. It, it's he's it, a, a, he's a talent and a gem. And so uh, he's it, a nice guy. He's you know, a, so just yell eggs. It's all the cliff bar boys. All the cliff bar boys. That's that's his crew. That the crew he runs with. They go by the cliff bar boys. Yeah. Dave Lewis, Meatball, Seabotch. Mm-hmm. They're all, all the cliff bar boys. That's what they go by. That's, that's what, what they go by. <laughs> That's what they like to be called, is yep. the Cliff Bar Boys. <laughs> when uh, the Hard Times had a book uh, launch a couple years back, they came out to the uh, our, our, our book event uh, in Boston. So, I mean, you know, when a homie shows up to support you when your book comes out, I mean, come mm. on, you know, guys, guys, how, how can nothing but respect. Absolutely. Yep. And last question, um, can you get me and Tom some jobs uh, in the entertainment industry? Yeah, um, we're looking at something six, maybe seven figures. Easy, easy. Uh, I mean, and I don't care where the decimal is. Yeah, uh, drop what you're doing right now. Book your ticket to Los Angeles tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. by to... tomorrow morning, I will have you guys hooked up so fucking hard. You're gonna be in, you're gonna be in the hills, baby. You know, you're gonna be. Andy Samberg's going to be your fucking neighbor. And you're going to be like, hey, Andy, shut the fuck up. You're too loud. All right. Yeah. And he's going to like, listen. I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything. I was listening to an audio book. Exactly. Can I, can I call him like a stupid idiot poo poo head or something like that? You could. He, he, not only could you, it's encouraged because mm-hmm. yeah. you're going to be fucking rolling in so much money. All right. That's great. Make but it happen tonight. Into, fuck yeah. Until then, I need to fly standby because I work at Delta and I only get the free flight if I fly standby. So I'll see if there's any seats available, but yeah, you know, that's fair. and I'll that's check fair. my bank account and see if I can afford a flight. But hey, you know what? Who knows? You're investing in yourself. You know, you're going to yeah, be making a shit ton by the time you get here tomorrow morning. It's, it's a tough sell, though. You know, well, that's like, great. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Bill, I'm glad things are doing so good for you. And, uh, you know, I applaud you and uh, everything that you do. Um no, genuinely, I uh, do want you to keep doing what you're doing as long as possible. I'm going to try my best. Um, you know what? And don't sell out. You know what? You're right. You're right. I'm going to stay broke. and Stay broke and stay hungry. Yeah. Like, Hell yeah. <laughs> just, just think of yourself as like Fred Durst from like $3 bill, y'all. Don't mm-hmm. think of yourself as like Fred Durst from Significant Other. I only think of myself as early Fred Durst. Like skating a mini ramp. Big ass Osiris shoes, mm-hmm. red hat. Yep. Uh, I don't even know Paris Hilton yet, but maybe you know we're getting there. But, but that's God, how I picture myself. Oh yeah, bro, bro. <laughs> don't get me started. All right. Well, you know what? If I'm if I am ever out in L.A., genuinely, I'll hit you up. Yeah, I'll be I'll, here. I'll hit Matt Price up. Yeah. And well. 
I'll hit Matt King up, but I don't know if you know him. And I will hit up Tim Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since he skates. You know, Conan lives in L.A. Oh, I'll hit Conan up. Conan up. And are you just doing what other late? Like we could do Kimmel, you know, uh, yeah. should, should yeah. I hit up? We're, uh, we're not on good terms with Kimmel right now. Okay. Yeah. I'll hit up Quintown Tarantana. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hit him up. Yep. He, Since he made Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'm assuming he lives there. He owes me five bucks. So if you get a hold of him, tell mm-hmm. him to answer my fucking calls. I will. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. All those dudes, they'd definitely be down to skate, you know, 100%. Yeah. I know you're too big to visit your bourgeois, schmoujois friends back in Massachusetts. This is but, correct. Yeah. But you're more than welcome to sleep on our couch if you ever, you know, make your way back to Boston. There's a 0% chance I ever come back to the East Coast. Like, it's... Good uh, move. Solid move. There's nothing that could bring me back there. Uh, Last time I was back... Oh, guys. All right. I'm going to end on this. I'm going to end on a sad note, all right? I got a story for you, all right? Last time I was back... Hit me. Here's a fucked up story, all right? Last time I'm back... It's for my cousin's funeral, all right? My cousin, my age, all right? So here's what happened. My cousin, Scott, his dad, my uncle, Dick, dies of stomach cancer. Terrible cancer to die of, right? Because you starve to death. So Uncle Dick, he dies. He led a great life. You know, he's, he's old. Cancer happens. So Dick's one wish was to have his ashes spread over the house that he had in Hanson. Scott is a pilot. Spent many years in the army flying helicopters. And in Hanson, the town I'm from, South Shore, represent, there's a small, uh, there's a small airport. So Scott gets into his airplane with his brother, and they have their, bro- their father's ashes with them. They go to take off. There's a malfunction. Scott crashes the airplane. Scott dies. His brother, my cousin, paralyzed on the way to spread their father's ashes. Oh, That's the last time God. I was back in Massachusetts was for that funeral. Now, his wife, Scott's wife, now widow, found out she was pregnant the day before he died. So how fucked up is that? You know, Do you, is there a God? I don't think so because this guy's a clown. Know. You know, I was going to say God, you know, he has a plan for everybody. And I'm sorry to hear about that unfortunate accident. But uh, yeah, he's a bit <laughs> of a clown. Yeah, yeah, that, that, he's a real joker up there. He's like, a, he's like the Senate, a bunch of clowns. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so no, I'm never coming back to Massachusetts. It just reminds me of cousins dying in plane crashes while they're trying to do a tribute to their father. Um, or well, you know, I'll be not? back next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I'll be back next time uh, somebody else dies. The Conways are a big family. Everybody's fucking dying. So uh, it, uh, it'll be back. It'll be back. Well, and that's what I thought because I've I've met so many Conways before, but it's only been once each time. You know, yeah. I never run into them again. Yeah, no, because they're dead after that meeting. I'm probably gonna die after this. Uh, it's unfortunately just how it is. So uh, yeah, but uh, if I don't die before the next time I have to be forced to come back to Massachusetts for a funeral, we will skate. Hopefully, my sprained ass will no longer be a problem, and hopefully, That'd... your sprained ass will no longer be a problem, or your bruised tailbone. Thank you. Billy, what's the matter? You don't come back to Boston unless someone oh. dies? What, I gotta be six feet in the grave for you to come back and visit your old uncle? Wait, is this my Uncle Peter right now? This is, is your this- Uncle Peter on the podcast. <laughs> I am a guest on the Fancy Lad podcast. Wait, oh. I thought, but why are you in the grave? 
Because I'm saying what I got to be on the grave for old Billy to come visit me. I don't get in. Even though they call me Billy. This is impressive. The, the, mm-hmm. It runs deep. You, it's like you know the character of Massachusetts. It's almost no like you're boy. from there. Mm. <laughs> All right, Bill. You know what? Thanks again. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, we'll be in touch. You know, I'm sure that you want us to be a contributor on the Hard Times News and get, pay us six figures. And um, we'll be in touch about that. But yeah, yeah. Um, Send over the contract through our agent. Yeah, perfect. And uh, yeah, until next time. Guys, it's been fun. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you later. Thanks, Bill. Oh, gosh. So great having a guest like Bill Conway on the podcast. Ah, man, you know, and not only a South Shore legend, Mm -hmm. which I feel like we stressed more about than the fact that actual meme legend. Right. We're all about the meme accounts here. Yeah. You know, I like the meme accounts because they're the, uh, you know, the the new medium of comedy Mm -hmm. for today's generation and how people take in content. And quite frankly, I kind of thinking about it now, I would have dived in a little deeper to see if he had ever wanted. I mean, he said he was pursuing stand-up comedy for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I would have asked him if he, if he was trying to pursue any sort of uh, trying to use the hard times as sort of a, a stepping stone, mm-hmm. if you will, to, um, you know, uh, jumpstart his uh, writing career. Someone needs to jumpstart it, you know? Gotta do it. Really does, because there's a lot of content there. Yeah. And he could have been the next Kevin Smith. He could have been, but, I mean, luckily he avoided that. Right. Yeah. But I'm saying if Kevin Smith died after Dogma. Oh, man, what the... You know, that that's, a, that's an alternate reality that would be cool. Yeah, that everybody would have enjoyed. Yeah, you know, I'm... You know, we we might have found success. Might have. I mean, we might have found more success. Yeah. Greater success. But we can't live in a bunch of, you know, what ifs, you know? Mm-hmm. You can you can you know, live your whole life thinking, you know, what if this, what if that. We got to be here now. That's true. We do got to be here now. But you no, know we also have to do. We have to wrap up the episode. That's what I'm saying by yeah. being here now. Right. Is that this is the end of the episode. So, and so the thing that we have to do mm-hmm. is end it. So we so in order to leave, we need to be here now so we can leave. Uh-huh. Now. Right. But before we go, is there anything you wanted to say to everyone? Or I don't know. I just throwing that out there. Just, just a, one. just a question. Just one. Oh, okay. It's cool. Let's I just have it. one I just have one thing that I want to say. All right, well let's let's make sure it's nice and clear. All right. Keep on rocking in a free world. Fuck yeah. You know what? That's awesome. Uh, yeah.